You're listening to TBD, a podcast for brilliant coaches, consultants, helpers, and healers creating their best work and their most meaningful contribution. I'm your host, Megan Hale, business strategist and thought partner to help you distill your wisdom into your most potent offers and the multiple six figures that go with it. I'll be the first to tell you though, as someone who's done it, this path is far from a straight line. There are highs, there are lows, and so many moments of uncertainty in between. But if there are two things I know to be true, it's you always know what you need to know when you need to know it. And the next right step is always on its way. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to TBD. Oh my goodness, this week has been a week already with school starting back tomorrow. Like, I cannot believe that it's already here. We started flag football last week, which I am having so much fun with. And I just wrapped up the recent flow accelerated enrollment and getting quite a few ducks in a row over here for the new Dream Money Blueprint launch that is happening in just five weeks. I am getting so stoked. So I have a photo shoot coming up two weeks from today, which I'm so excited about. You know that feeling you get when you reach that place in your brand where you're literally just over everything? Like you're ready for new fonts, new logo, new photos, new palette, new copy, like literally everything. I am so there. And although this upcoming shoot is not for Megan Hale Co., it's actually for the software company I'm starting for Dream Money. I am so excited for just some fresh visuals coming in from somewhere. So I cannot wait to do a complete brand refresh for Megan Hale Co. later on this year. That's going to be so fun, which actually, fun fact, did you know that my current Megan Hale logo was designed all the way back in 2015, y'all? That is like two decades in internet years. So all to say, I am going to feel so good when I can do some brand refresh, but I know that at least getting some brand direction for Dream Money is going to give me a little bit of creative resolve to tide me over for just a bit. So this week on the podcast, we are chugging along over here, breaking down the D-R-E-A-M of Dream Money. And as I started to reflect on the E, which is all around easeful money, I knew we were going to need a few episodes just to tease this one apart. So easeful money will likely be three, maybe four episodes because I have a lot to say and share on this one. But before we dive in, I did want to point you to the show notes in case you want to add your name to the list of supporters who are willing to spread the word about the Dream Money Blueprint launch five weeks from now. I'm going to be sending out all the details super soon, but what I can share is I will be leading a free Dream Money Masterclass on September 13th at 1 p.m. Central to walk people through the D-R-E-A-M of Dream Money and how the blueprint intentionally supports each piece. So I'll be doing a behind-the-scenes demo of all the profit planning tools I have inside my spreadsheets, and everyone will be getting access to the Leap Number Calculator that I delivered just a couple weeks ago in Leap Week, which this calculator helps you determine exactly how much money your business needs to earn to fund seven key financial needs that are unique to you. So everybody has a very specific Leap Number that is custom to them. I'm so excited for people to get a real taste of what the Dream Money Blueprint can do in their businesses, and there's no better way than to let people experience it for themselves, which reminds me. This concept of letting people experience your work is something I'm pretty sure is a core concept in Show Your Work by Austin Kleon. He also wrote Steal Like an Artist, which is around unlocking creativity. Now, truth be told, I have not gotten through both of these books. They have been sitting in my library for a couple of years now, but the main concepts are really simple to implement and super helpful for getting out of your own way. So wanted to point you to those two books because I think that they're fabulous resources just from the little bit that I have read from them. So 
Dream Money Masterclass is on September 13th at 1 p.m. Central. That is our big event that you will want to invite your people to so they can see the Dream Money Blueprint in action, but also learn this framework that is really a deeper invitation to not just get into your numbers and margins and revenue plan, but to really integrate a financial system and hub into your business that makes money soulful personal and meaningful that shifts so, so much for how money feels. So definitely add your name in the show notes if you are willing to help me spread the word. I so appreciate your help with this. I have never gone for something this big in my entire life and every single share helps so much. Okay. Now, easeful money. Are you ready? Because what I know I want to dive into when it comes to ease are four key things. The first is what ease and isn't, which is where we're going to be starting today. Two is creating financial systems that add clarity, because if we want something to feel easeful, there needs to be organization and a system that is not overwhelming. Three, ease around earning. How can we create more ease for revenue to come in? But I'll go ahead and tell you, ease does not mean doing nothing and poof, money arrives, okay? But there are definitely strategic ways for ease to be part of the plan, and I'm excited to dive into this one. And then lastly, I know I want to talk about mastery. Because when we think about things that feel easeful, there's a lot of comfortability, confidence, routine here. And I want to talk about how we specifically create it. So just a few juicy threads to get us going, right? But I think the reason that I intentionally have always included ease as a core value of mine is because ease has not come easy to me, okay? (laughs) It has been something I've had to work on deeply over the years, and it's still something I'm building mastery in. Ease has never been my MO. And so in this way, this key pillar of dream money really holds me in the integrity of my own work, because if I'm here to help more people find more ease with their money, that means I have to be modeling that for myself. And just as an aside here for all of my values-driven listeners, which I know that you are, values can be tricky when you lead with them because it's so easy to hold yourself to a standard of embodying them or practicing them or being in alignment with them to this degree of perfection. And if you've ever found yourself here, you know just how easy it is to feel that sense of imposter syndrome when you're preaching a value, but you're not practicing it, right? So let me give you a little love note here. Values are not meant to make you feel like shit when life moves you away from them and all the 9 million ways that that can happen, right? Especially if a value is not your ML. Your values are your North Stars, something you're always bringing yourself back to. And your people never need you to practice a value with perfection. In fact, the more ways you can find your way back to a value, the more valuable that value becomes to you. But also the more wisdom you have to share with your people for how they can come back to that value too. So just as an aside, ease is a core value of mine, but I don't practice it perfectly. There are times when I try and force versus allow, I try and control versus trust. I push an arbitrary deadline my ego decided on versus giving myself permission to create more space. And I would imagine you find yourself there too, right? Ease, much to my dismay and likely to yours too, is not easy. Ease is the hardest value I've ever worked on because it requires so much trust, so much surrender, so much allowing, and none of those processes are ones us humans typically like because they're vulnerable. And ease, my friends, can be quite the vulnerable exploration at the beginning, but it does get more comfortable over time. So what is ease? To me, ease is when you're allowing things to flow organically. There's not much muscling or pushing or struggling. It's an absence of tension. 
It's almost like a red carpet just rolled out for you and all you have to do is walk. I know you've had that experience of sitting down to write and there's nothing but a blinking cursor staring back at you for hours and or your delete key is your best friend, right? And you've also had that experience of sitting down to write and literally it's effortless. The right words just pour through and you got more done in less time when you wrote from a place of ease than you did with the hours you spent trying to force it to come through. So let me take you back to 2015 when Danielle Laporte's truth bombs were all the rage. And I was still in this place of just looking at all of these women entrepreneurs who are making such a big impact, wondering if one day that could be me too. So just in case you're not familiar with truth bombs, Danielle came out with this card deck with all of these little tiny sayings on them that just like resonated in your soul on such a deep level. And I would integrate those into my therapy sessions. I would pull cards with my clients for what message needed to find them today. I would write little love notes on these truth bombs and leave them in bathrooms of restaurants I would visit. I would even drop a few on the ground so they would be found by someone else. I would send them in cards to friends. Like I just love these little reminders. And there was one in particular that I kept just for me. And it said, let it be easy. Now, <laughs> come to find out, ease and easy are two different things. Ease does not mean the absence of effort or putting in the time, okay? Ease most definitely needs something it can grab onto. But even the concept of letting something be easy brought up all kinds of resistance because this was like the antithesis to my idea of work ethic at the time, okay? So I sat this truth bomb on my desk right in front of my computer so I could see it every day as I sat down to my business. And for a whole year, a whole year, those words stared back at me. Let it be easy. But how? How do you let things be easy? That was the biggest question that year. Because up to this point in both my life and business, I was used to hustling to get things done. I was a hard worker and an overworker. And I was also someone who tended to lean on productivity and marking something off of my to-do list to cope with my anxiety. As long as there was progress, there was a way I could control, in air quotes, an outcome. The problem, of course, is that I knew relatively early on in my business that there would always be a long to-do list to get done. So ease could not be something that I rewarded myself with because I would never get to a place of its full arrival. So instead, I knew I needed to shift the way that I was relating to things. Let it be easy. First, I had to trust that something could be easy. And that was a much deeper exploration on worthiness than I was expecting. <laughs> like, why should things be easy for me? Why did I deserve ease? And more so, if something came easy, would I feel just as accomplished when I reached it? So in spring 2016, I went into my first launch with a commitment of letting ease lead. And that meant that I promised myself I would not force, I would not hustle, I would not push. Instead, I would trust, I would soften, I would allow, okay? This was around the same time that I found Mike Dooley's Leveraging the Universe that held an exercise that was so helpful at the time, like it still is. And there's this triangle model where the top of the triangle represents your goal. This is where you're trying to get to. And you then draw a line down the middle of the triangle where on the left is everything you need to do and can do in order to reach your goal. Like this is your side of the street, right? And on the right represents everything the universe needs to help you do to reach your goal, okay? This was a very simple diagram 
that held such a profound insight for me at the time around partnering with the universe and powers that be, okay? Believing in synchronicity, putting my faith in the knowing that things were orchestrating in my favor and deepening into the belief that the universe had my back. I had my to-do list, but the universe also had theirs. Let it be easy. Ease, that launch, looked like not forcing my way through sales copy, which required so much trust that the words would flow through. Okay. I remember the first time I really put ease to the test. I had sales copy that had to get done within 24 hours. And as I sat down to write, things were just not flowing. And if I wanted ease to lead, I had to let it, which meant getting up and walking away so more ease could flow in. And I remember going for a walk, clearing my head, and doing that thing that we do where like we're willing to do the self-care thing, but we're really like bargaining with ourselves that we're doing this so we can get this other thing in return, right? Which usually never works out to our favor because it's transactional. But anyway, I'm out on this walk, I'm clearing my head, I'm letting ease lead, hoping that these words are going to come through so I can get it done before tomorrow, right? I came home, I sat down and nothing. Let it be easy. (laughs) Trust that it could be easy. And my anxiety was rising because of this deadline. Like I didn't have time to waste, right? This has to happen. I could hear the way my anxiety was pushing me to hustle and push through because time was slipping away. But I resisted that voice, even though it was highly uncomfortable. Let it be easy. Trust it could be easy. (laughs) I went to bed that night without marking this big task off my to-do list, knowing that there would be just a few hours for me to get this done in the morning. What if things still didn't flow through? I didn't have time to wait on ease, okay? But I breathed through it anyway. And so the next morning, I sat down to write and literally everything flowed right through. The copy I had spent hours trusting would come through yesterday if I let it and didn't force it, it really did come right through. And it took an hour. My deadline was reached with ease except for all the wrestling that I had done, trusting that it could be easy the day before, right? (laughs) Which is like, that's the thing with ease. It's like, it's trust, it's surrender. It's allowing like all four letter words to me at the time. And so I had just completed my first task of letting something be easy though. And what I learned is if I'm forcing it, I have to get up and walk away. I have to trust the time away is exactly what I need and ease can collapse time on the other side if I let it. With a copy done though, then it was time to market. What did marketing with ease look like? It looked like not forcing myself to show up consistently, but instead only when I felt called. But the more I allowed this, the more potency my content would hold and the more it would land and resonate with my people. This would mean fewer posts though and fewer opportunities for visibility, fewer people seeing my offer that I wanted to sell out. It also meant not watching posts for engagement, but trusting they were getting the response I wanted from them. And a watched post never performs anyway, right? (laughs) So I remember grounding down into the belief that when I speak, people listen. And it isn't about being the loudest in the room. It's about being the clearest, the most heartfelt, the most connected, and trusting that if I showed up from this place, one deep post could outperform five others that were simply created from a place of should. I should create this. I should write this. I should be visible, whatever that should is, right? And I remember trusting too that the universe would help the right people see my message. That was up to the universe to do. 
which maybe back in the golden age of 2015 was also the algorithm too, right? But I digress. So that launch ended up bringing in six clients when I really wanted 12. I didn't reach my goal, but I did experience ease. That wasn't easy because there was so much fear leaning back and trusting something else, but it showed me if I could get to a halfway sold out launch doing things in this new way, I knew I could get to a sold out launch too. And I've been leaning into ease ever since challenging myself to get up and walk away. When I feel that fear and hustle rising, trusting my intuition will come through with the right words or the right idea. If I stop micromanaging the hell out of it, challenging myself to trust something bigger is always orchestrating in the background. And even if the algorithm isn't working in my favor, the right people will always see my work, my message at the right time for them challenging myself to extend a deadline if it's creating too much hustle or too much force, too much stress, and that giving myself more time will end in a better result anyway, even though that may delay revenue coming in during a tighter revenue month. And here's the thing. I found over and over again that we make up these ideas that XYZ has to happen in a certain time frame when in reality, it's simply an ideal. We would prefer not to have to dip into savings, for example, or we don't want things to be so tight. And so we push, we hustle, we put all this pressure on our businesses because we decide it's time. When in reality, we could make it just fine because we've done it before. We simply don't want to, right? And so we can get into this like control sort of place of like, I am done with this. We are going to make something happen. And we get so attached to this needing to be different right now, right? And it puts all of this pressure and stress on us, which edges the ease out, okay? On the other hand, though, there are also times when we do make a new non-negotiable for ourselves. When we say no more, no more lean months, no more leaning back, no more not going for it. And sometimes this can be exactly what we need to call more ease in. But this non-negotiable has to be from a place of partnership, surrender, and devotion, okay? Because underneath that non-negotiable is willingness. Willingness to be with the challenge, the setbacks, the not flowing. And instead of getting frustrated, we soften, we notice, we love our intuition through it, and we commit to giving ourselves what we need. And I found over and over again that this is how we usher in a new normal that may hold tension, but we also usher in more ease because of that willingness, not from a place of ego or sacrifice, right? Like I'm willing to do whatever it takes, even though it kills me, right? But from a place of commitment to dance with that tension, working with it instead of against it. So what that looks like is taking a step back when that tension rises, noticing it, saying, okay, I'm realizing I'm forcing this. I'm trying too hard here. Let me take a step back. Let me take some time away. Let me come back to this with some fresh eyes, with a fresh heart, with a rested soul, right? And trying again after resting, after playing, after nourishing, right? So it's working with that tension as it's showing up, not trying to force your way through it, okay? Dancing with it. What are you needing? What's off here, right? Staying in that place of curiosity, getting more information, taking some steps away. If we want to step into easeful money, we have to let money feel easy, which means a couple of things, right? The way we're earning money really needs to be grounded in these, which means like you can force your way and hustle your way to all the money you want, but you'll likely be burned out. Or you can give yourself generous timelines, which help immensely, especially if you have anxiety like me. You can stop hustling to prove yourself. 
that always helps. Like when we are grounded in enoughness, that definitely ushers in ease, right? Just for a second, like really ground yourself into the knowing that you are enough, that your presence is enough, that your wisdom is enough, that your words are enough, your ideas are enough, your clarity is enough, your work is enough. When we are grounded in that place of enoughness and we're not trying to prove to anybody else, that is one way that we can minimize struggle. We can minimize self-doubt, right? That will absolutely usher in more ease. You can also realize when you're forcing something from a place of you have to happen, right? Like we get into that clenched fist place where we are literally shaking something, right? Like we are grabbing it so tightly because we're so attached to this outcome needing to happen. Why? What is underneath that attachment, right? Is it because if this thing happens, then you will be successful. If this thing happens, then it will prove that you are good enough. If this thing happens, it means other people love your work or whatever that is. Like what's underneath the needing this to happen, right? Because there's always a need that is needing to be met. Anytime we get into that place of like control and force, right? Get underneath all of that. What are you seeking through this action? What pressure are you putting on this action to meet this need for you that could likely be met simply from yourself, okay? So we can realize when we're in that place of forcing something to happen, like you have to, this has happened right now, versus allowing something to happen because you trust it's on its way, right? Totally different energy. And lastly, Stepping into easeful money also means realizing there's a difference between effort and efforting, okay? The online space has done such a fucked up job of convincing everyone that business success can happen without effort. That is doing one simple thing and poof, success, okay? And I often see people who have a season that's full of consistent effort where we're building our bodies of work that literally require like our asses in seats, okay? That require a lot of pouring out of our wisdom that will challenge us to wrap our brain around how we best want to teach something. Business is full of lots of effort. The easiest way to edge ease out though is wishing effort didn't have to be a part of creating your dreams. Be willing to put in the effort. Sustainable effort though which means realizing when you're adding too much effort at the same time to your plate, like you control those things. And it's especially easy to start putting more on your plate when more money is coming in because the fears can rise up that you have to strike while the iron is hot or put all this pressure on yourself to deliver your 3.0 version when you're in the process of creating your version one, right? Let things be minimum viable and grow from there. Like be super mindful here because saying yes to too much or expecting the impossible can quickly shift from effort to efforting. So what I want to come back to is ease is something that is always available, always. And to me, it always comes back to trust, surrender, allowing. Fear is the easiest way to edge ease out because it edges the universe out. It puts you on an island all alone and has you believing that everything is resting on your shoulders, that you have to figure it out and you have to figure it out right now. But when we can soften that fear, trust it's all working out, trust ourselves more importantly that we can figure something out, this is what invites in that deep exhale. When we start to relax, we start to ground down into the I cans and it's happening. I mean, seriously, try that on for size right now. What does it feel like in your body when you're in the energy of, I can, I got this, it's happening. Do you feel that space that starts to open up the way your shoulders relax or your jaw unclenches? That's ease. 
And those words and those beliefs are always just a breath away. So my friends, I will leave us here for part one of Easeful Money, which is really calling more ease in, which is allowing, trusting, surrendering, those four-letter words so many of us want to love but also struggle to. But truly, if we want earning money to feel easeful, we have to work from a place of ease, which requires effort, but not efforting, right? It's not forcing, it's not hustling. And it's noticing the pressure we're putting on ourselves when that pressure is coming from a place of fear. It's noticing the timelines we're giving ourselves that may need to be more generous than we want or are comfortable with. But more so is devoting yourself to the commitment to ground down into more ease to let things be easy. What does that mean for you? What comes up for you when you even think about that, right? Is it okay for things to feel easy? Because we can have all kinds of hangups around things feeling easy for us. Trust me, I've unpacked lots of them in my journey. But really this comes down to trusting that things can be easy, that money can come in with ease. And what does that look like? What do you need to shift into? And more times than not, it's simply making more space to breathe. Breathe through the timelines, breathe through the fear, breathe through the self-doubt, breathe through the feelings of not enough, breathe through all of those things that are edging the ease out to begin with. So until next time, my friends, here's to the courage to keep showing up, even when clarity is still forming, knowing, trusting, believing the next right step is always on its way. That's one simple way we can invite more ease in. I'll see you soon.